Welcome back to Squelch. I'm Dano. And I'm Agooch, and we are here again to remind everyone that Hearthstone is a game, and games are supposed to be fun. And you know what's really fun? Opening packs. We get open packs next next week, so we're going to talk about some cards this week, so let's get right into Tea with Finley. Hello, old friend. Let's meet for tea after the match, shall we? This is the part of the show where we talk about what we did this week in Hearthstone. Do you want to start us off, Magooch? Sure. Um, so, like I said last week, I was in the middle of a move. Um, thankfully, finished that up without too much uh, hassle, but it did kind of limit my time uh, on ladder this week. I uh, hit Legend in Wild on EU for the first time, which was super cool because that's a um, almost free-to-play account. I think I bought Karazhan uh, like a year and a half ago or something. Uh, I tried to push on NA. I did get to two, but I ran out of time because I went right down to the wire. But that was really all I got to do. Yeah, I ran out of time too when I crashed from three to five and then stayed at five for the rest of the season. So I feel you there. Just like, I was, oh, so close. Yeah, I finished standard at like 10, I think. <laughs> Uh, so I took it, I, uh, it's just crazy for me at work right now. So all I did was just clear quests to buy packs. Started the new season. I just took our own advice and played Token Druid, which I have been absolutely loving. So I'm at like rank seven right now, which is where I started this season. Cause I've been kind of 50, 50, but having fun while doing it. Yeah. I, I actually plan on taking that out, uh, when we wrap up tonight, cause I haven't gotten a chance to play that. And I really wanted to after last week too. It's just a lot of fun, and the reload is legitimate. Like, I thought the eight-mana spell, the twin spell, was going to be total garbage, and it is kind of awesome, actually. It's just the finishing power of that card is pretty amazing, because it's just two of them in the deck. It really is amazing reload. Yeah, you did end up running both. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I just took the deck list we went with last week and just uh, loaded that right into Hearthstone. So. Oh, thank you, Matted Arms. Yes, thank you, Matted Arms. Now it is time to eat our Hearthburgers. The Hearthburger is a sandwich created by Hearth the Innkeeper to get rid of meat that had gone a little sour. A Hearthburger is two good ingredients, sandwiching a not-so-good ingredient. Me hungry! You yummy! What is your first ingredient, Magooch? Uh, something people have been very excited for for a long time. Clamoring for, rather, but are now uh, very excited. No more summoning a dormant darkness with no candles and way to activate it. Uh, it's a super feel bad to pretty much lose a board slot for the rest of the game. Uh, whether getting a 2020 instead is going to be super OP remains to be seen, but it's also, there's way too many minions to guarantee anything uh, shenanigans with that. So there could be some super cool games to come out of that. I'm super happy to see that. So give a little details about why, like, what is it? How is this different from before? So it used to be that if you uh, evolved a three drop into a four drop, you had a chance of hitting the darkness. But as that appears on the battlefield, it would instantly go dormant and you need to draw the three candles that are put into the deck with the battle cry in order to transform it into a 2020. Uh, without getting the candles, there's no way to do it. So you essentially lose a minion slot for the entire game because there's no, you can't target it. So it can't be re-evolved or anything like that. Um, so uh, even that was was rare enough, and it's really uh, kind of like this set is putting some focus on it. It's a wild only thing. I I guarantee there are going to be some decks built around trying to make this happen, but it's such a low uh, RNG role that it's not going to ever be super overpowered. If you're not building decks to take advantage of this, you're playing Hearthstone wrong. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> My first good ingredient is the Token Druid versus Murloc Shaman matchup. Like, this is like some good old-fashioned minion-on-minion matchup combat here for Hearthstone. It is just crazy fun. I played a 15-minute game earlier today. Uh, I had nine cards left in my deck when I ended up winning this game, and it just, like, the board state swung back and forth like two or three times. It was absolutely awesome. Just, like, trying to figure out the trades to take and when to trade and when to go face and... It was just absolutely fun. It's just, it's good old-fashioned Hearthstone, and I had just been having a lot of fun with that deck. And then playing those, the other token matchups has been super fun. All right, so how about your Sour? All right, well, this is kind of touching on my original point, but uh, incomplete patch notes, uh, re, the darkness. Uh, I don't know how this was discovered. I came across it on Reddit, but it was not included in the uh, patch notes that were released when the patch just dropped. And... This has been something that's been addressed multiple times that they're 
not I, I don't think there's any malevolence behind it. It's not like they're slipping things in under the radar so that people don't notice. But there are kind of little I, I don't even know if I'd call it a quality of life change, but like a tiny little thing like this that's really not a huge deal, but it should be mentioned in the patch notes, especially because there has been clamor about it before. So uh, I'd like to see more in-depth things. I know it's not for everybody. Nobody really wants to go through reading legalese. But for the people that do, uh, you'd like to get a comprehensive list of all, all the changes that were made. Um, so I, I'd really like to see more transparency about that. Yeah, it's a weird thing to just not be open about, right? Like, it's just, it's obviously something that's not yeah. taking much, like, they don't really care, I guess. I guess. It's not, like, a nice way to put it, but they obviously don't because I've it's been a couple of years now, and I know people have been kind of whining about this for a while, and appropriately so. Like, when I used to play World of Warcraft, the patch notes were incredibly in-depth. Like, you knew exactly what got changed. So it's kind of funny that, you know, a different team has the exact opposite kind of view on patch notes, which is kind of ridiculous. And actually, I, I have to edit the other point. This could actually happen in Arena because this is a KNC card, and that is going to be uh, available in Arena on the next set. So again, it's not solely affecting wild players, uh, but because it doesn't really affect standard, which is the predominant uh, format, that might be why it's not mentioned. But still, with uh, some of the cards in the set that clearly feel like they're out there for wild or to influence wild, uh, that seems like a strange thing to omit. Yeah, and it's just obviously an oversight. I don't think they're omitting it on purpose. I just think they're just not the team, like the different offices at Team 5 just aren't kind of talking to each other, I guess. It's it's super weird. Like, yeah, I mean, it's usually tiny things that slip through like that, but it's, uh, I, again, I don't think there's any, any bad intention behind it. It's just an odd thing to be left out. Yep, agree. And my sour for this week is the early access for Blizzard's streamers. It's kind of frustrating. I, I feel like really, really good streamers get left out of that situation, and then the big streamers just get more views. And then when the actual expansion drops, I mean, the kind of the fun is taken out of the first day because you've already seen, you know, Dog and Tice and, you know, Kibler and whoever else already kind of playing against some Blizzard employees playing these decks. It takes the fun out of theory, theory crafting for the normal players like me and you. It kind of removes some of, like, the shine off of some really, really good streamers who don't get invited to this stuff. Um, I don't want, I don't understand it. I don't like it. It makes the game less fun. It makes the first day of the new expansion, which is always the best day of an expansion, less fun because all these silly little things are already kind of figured out. Like the good decks are already kind of being figured out by these streamers. And so when yeah. it's time to time for us to play, it's it kind of the fun's gone. It's one thing to have like that lead time where you get to theory craft and kind of uh, put together some stuff in your head. But the fact that, that a limited number of players, like extremely limited number of players, not only get to experience it beforehand, so they get a little bit of an edge on the in the actual deck building because there's no substitute for actually taking a deck out and playing it. But are they strictly playing against other people who have early access? Because the one clip that I saw, and I like, I can't watch Twitch until the set comes out because I don't want to see any of it. Like, I'm trying to preserve that discovery for myself. But the one clip I saw looked like it was just a regular ladder match where one player, one of the streamers, had all these crazy new cards. And if I stumbled into somebody who had that, I would be, I would be pissed. So I'd be it, upset. It's like a. It's like an extra ladder that they created for just this situation. So it's like some random Blizzard employees playing against streamers, right? So like the streamers and the Blizzard employees are like put in like a their own personal ladder. They all started at 25 and they're ranking up from there. So that's kind of how it's working. So it's not like it's not like it's regular ladder that we play on. It's its own thing that they're playing on. Okay, so granted, you won't stumble into it on regular ladder, which is great. But still, I mean, it's it's unfortunate that there's a leg up for certain players uh, that it takes away from the deck building and discovery portion for for some people. I mean, that was like you said, day one, or craft a goofy card and go build a strange deck and. You know, because everybody's disadvantaged with not knowing what the meta is and then having a, a subset that is, is able to deck build and, and essentially test live and get out some of those deck lists where there'll be a little more homogenization before the, the season even starts. It just it feels like that's the wrong way to build hype. Well, and then you lose that like wonderful organic situation of dog a few expansions back 
making Exodia Mage as a joke and then just wrecking on ladder with it. Like, if that happened in this little pet ladder, it wouldn't be fun or exciting. Instead, he had these massive, like, streaming numbers because he was winning with a deck everyone kind of thought was bad, and it was just, he was just wrecking. It was so much fun to watch. And instead, we don't get that anymore. Yeah, there's one thing to be said about, you know, players who who take a pet deck that's not very good and, and are just really, really good players and can get an edge that way, but there, it's something else when there's, there's actual playtime that is not afforded to the uh, entire player base. Yep. And I think it's worse for like the professional streamers who are smaller, like they really depend on this kind of situations and they just aren't given the option because Blizzard, for whatever reason, deems them not important enough to get these these views. So that part frustrates me, I think, more than anything. All right. Yeah, so let's, let's get back to the goods. What's your last good for the day? Again, with the uh, same kind of thing as, as uh, the darkness, uh, there are changes made and there are cards released that, that for the first time really feel like they're going to pay some attention to wild, uh, which is awesome. It's, it's my preferred format. Seeing cards that look like they're clearly designed for that format, uh, which while we're probably going to see some of the same refined stuff in tier one, maybe a few changes. I think there are a lot of decks that are going to get some new angles, and I think there are some completely new archetypes that we're going to see. So breathing some life into this format and hopefully attracting some more players, uh, I think will be really, really good for the format in general and uh, just promising to see them give it some love. That's cool. My best good is Coin Concede's three-part series on initiative the past month or so was just kind of outstanding. It was a really interesting way to kind of look at the game in a way that I think really good players look at it frequently, but then just really kind of dumbing it down to a point where someone like me can really kind of understand what they're getting at. So it was, they broke it down how to get initiative as an aggro, mid-range, and control deck. Talked about the difference between tempo and initiative during the third part of the series, which was super interesting. Specifically, they kind of defined it as initiative is when you are compelled to take action other than what you'd want to do based on what your opponent has done. So your opponent would have initiative in that situation because you're forced to answer what they're doing instead of vice versa. It's just kind of really an interesting way to kind of look at the game without trying to use tempo because tempo kind of describes 10 different things at this point. And so kind of breaking it down in a different way I thought was really interesting. Yeah, I mean, we are filthy casuals. You don't come to us for like the top tier advice stuff, but they are a solid, really informative cast uh, that if you want to go deep into something, I can't recommend it enough. Yes, they're good at the game. And we're, yeah. we're, we're something else. Each week we surf Reddit, accept friend requests, and read the comment section of YouTube videos to ask Hearthstone fans, why are you so salty? I don't make mistakes. I bury them. This week, we would like to celebrate the thread entitled, Give Us a Dust Refund for the Quest Rogue Nerf. Give us a dust refund for the Quest Rogue Nerf. These changes definitely need to give us our dust pack since they made the quest unplayable. We tried to warn you it was a slippery slope. These, it's not a nerf because it's a consistency change. Shenanigans have always been BS, I guess, then hope since they reversed the test one. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give a dust refund for Mechshineer Thermoplug. What did they change about him? I don't remember that one. They nerfed the card he summons. Lepernome. Who is now a one mana one one death rattle deal two damage to the enemy hero. All right, so I feel like we're in a time machine again. Because <laughs> this is, you know. One, I think calling this a nerf is dumb because it, the the actual changes are are so corner case like if you get a minion stolen it doesn't change to its regular base stats this affects the the minion's base stat instead of being a, some kind of aura buff or whatever it was um i don't really think that matters um i don't know the current build of this but it was always spitting out things that summon extra minions so losing one or two of them i, I don't think is really going to affect your game plan but i'm so tired of the give me dust argument yeah we get a lot of dust right and i understand like so the, the changes to sonia and sonia does a lot of stuff in that deck but i mean come on i don't is that deck even i'm not sure it's played so often and i get people loved that deck for what it was but there are other decks that do similar things and, and most people who are whining are just whining because they want more dust like i get it it's just and 
I think the the impetus for this was the Dark Pharaoh to con the new card because that makes lackeys four fours and if those get stolen I, I i feel like it was more to bring crystal core in line with how they want the new card to work oh it was 100 percent that like it wasn't just to make people like they knew people were going to get angry about this they're not they're not dumb uh so they, they did it for a very specific reason they didn't do it to you know to get you in a bad mood they did it because it had to change it to get in line with how the card was supposed to work it's fine yeah, it's it's not a big deal at all, and it's not. I mean, if you if you have this card and you don't play Quest Rogue, just dust it anyway. Like, don't hold on to it and wait for a fifth change <laughs> to get your your full refund or something. Like, I can't imagine people have this card who aren't playing. They love Quest Rogue, and if you love Quest Rogue, you're gonna find ways to work around these corner cases because that's the point of that deck is just to be weird, right? So. Oh, I love that fuse thing. This week in The Rope, we are going to talk about what we think the dumb but awesome cards are and the so good you'll hate them cards for each class. Dano versus Magooch. Oh, that was actually kind of good. Kind of. Thanks. Kind of a bummer, I think, actually. <laughs> All right. So my first dumb yet awesome card is King... Pharaohus? I think so. Pharaohus? Okay. It's the 10 mana 5-5 five, five for each spell in your hand. Summon a random minion of the same cost. I'm just going to put that in Freeze Mage for the memes. Because You're going to Geppetto this, aren't you? Well, yeah. So yeah. I got Blizzards in my hand. I got Frost over my hand, which could be bad. I've got... It's just I got big spells, right? I got removal spells. And it's going to make a silly board and then i'm gonna cast conjuring on it and it's gonna be lots of fun even though conj kind of doesn't work with it because it's a three cost spell but it doesn't matter it's gonna be dumb and that's why it's dumb yet awesome because it's not good but it'll be super fun and i kind of hope i crack this card because there's no way i'm crafting it but if i get it i'm gonna play it unless it's right. golden then i'll dust it and no, craft, yeah, and craft, and craft a good legendary card <laughs> Uh, my dumb neutral is Mischief Maker. Uh, three mana, three, three, battle cry. Swap the top card of your deck with your opponents. Uh, doesn't have to be good. Uh, it's it's kind of discard. It's kind of, uh, it reminds me of Gnome Feratu. Um, there's not a lot of ways to mess with your opponent's deck other than uh, like beneath the grounds kind of stuff. Um, I just love the goofy discard effect. And, you know, maybe you get Dr. Boom, and then you're just having a really fun afternoon at that point, Exactly, right? yeah. Oh, God, that'll be amazing. <laughs> yeah. There'll you be want... some trolled-in videos with this thing, for sure. <laughs> I agree. Take stealing win cons and... <laughs> <laughs> All right, my first so good, you'll hate it, is Zephyrus the Great. Uh, the two-mana, three-two elemental. Uh, if you have no duplicates in your deck, wish for the perfect card. So the inter I think the interesting part of this card is you're not really wishing for it. Is it's like a the AI is picking out the three most perfect cards based on what it is written to think are the most perfect cards. So people with a lot of time on their hands are going to figure out the different board states that are going to give you the cards you want to see. So I think what's so interesting about this is if it actually becomes playable, which I think it will be, to see people like craft their decks in such a way that it can't be taken advantage of by Zephyrus the Great. And I think people are going to kind of crunch the numbers and find the perfect turns to play them on, the right board states to play them on, and when to hold and when to play. It's going to be and super it's, interesting. It's not class limited either, right? Because I think Peter Whalen confirmed uh, on Twitter, somebody asked if your opponent is Duraxis, will it give you um, Sack Pact? And he said yes. So I could see building boards and getting Bloodlust or Savage Roar or getting Leroy or... Yeah, and it will find lethal for you if it's obvious too. I think yeah, he said so that as well. This this will be fun. Yes, I I hope it's just fun and not like oh great they're playing a, a Reno deck and don't have to worry about Zephyrus the Great. But if every game it's discover a win condition, it's going to be a little sad. But yeah. Um. So my my so good is a Siamat, uh seven mana six six battle cry gain two of rush taunt divine shield or wind fury, uh, your choice. It is not a choose, so it's not abusable in Druid, but it is with double battle cries. It is in um, with Frostlich Jaina because it's an elemental. Uh, it's also just a good mid-range card. This might be in every mid-range deck. Well, I think it just goes right into uh, my jaws that bite, right? I mean, 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> yep, that too. <laughs> Seems good. That too. All right. Let's move to uh, Druid. Druid, dumb yet awesome, untapped potential. So I think this is actually good as well. One of my all-time favorite cards is Fandral. This is just a Fandral that doesn't go away. I'm super excited for this. Crafting it on day one. I'm playing this quest. It's the first deck I'm building. Yeah, I think if you can get this online, it's going to be goofy. So, which actually works. My my dumb yet awesome card is Crystal Merchant. It's a support card for that archetype. It's not a, really a two drop because you really don't want to pass that second turn by spending all of your mana. So you're playing this on three, but you're drawing a card at the end of it. It's a way to not have to pass turn two and turn three to uh, do absolutely nothing to to work towards the quest. But um, it's it's a four health minion. It's got a decent butt, so uh, it'll stick around for a bit. Seems. Seems pretty good. It could it could really support a new archetype. And I think what's fun about it is the idea of playing a one drop on one and then playing the quest on two, right? So if you play the quest on two, it's like as if you play it on one, but now you have a one drop on board as well. So there's some fun play there, right? I'm not sure if this is a deck that plays one drops, but it'll be fun to find out. Or maybe you coin merchant on one and then play, yep. <laughs> the, uh, play the quest on two and draw a card. And then exactly. on three, you can play the two drop that draws you a card if you <laughs> control a quest and draw another card and leave one mana unspent. I mean, I think there's ways to build this where you don't have to totally pass turns, but... Yeah, I don't think you want to completely pass turns, but you don't have to completely pass turns. You just need one mana left unspent, so you're just playing a little bit behind curve. I mean, sure, I'll do it. Uh, so good, you'll hate it for Druid, for me, is Anubiseth Defender. Did I say that right? Yeah. Good for me. Yeah. A free 3-5 taunt. Yeah, that'll get old. Sorry. Uh, so it's a taunt card. Cost zero if you cast a spell that costs five or more this turn. So you put this in kind of a controlly druid. You put this in Lucent Bark, and you get a free 3-5 taunt when you also are healing your face for seven or whatever that seven cost spell is. It's just going to be super frustrating. Yep. Uh, my so good is bees. Bees! Bees! Um, I mean, this card is awesome. I love it. I don't want to have to hate it, but playing it on three, you can kill a two health minion and you get two one drops. Um, and you, get you two summon bees. four regardless. And if the minion dies before they all attack, you keep whatever's left over. So it's removal and a little bit of um, board presence. So I think this is going to be seen a lot. And it's just good removal too. Um, if you can use it to trigger other things for whatever reason, if you can... Um, uh, what's that? Whenever you summon a minion, give it plus one, plus one. And anything that buffs minions on summoning, um, you'll get bigger bees. That's always scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if you're Thomas J. <laughs> it's a deep cut. I only know that because you made that joke like two weeks ago. And it's, I remembered a, it. it's a one percenter right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hunter. All right. Uh, dumb yet awesome. Hunter's pack. Three mana, add a random hunter beast, secret, and weapon to your hand. I haven't thought about this too much, but there are some bad hunter beasts, there are some bad secrets, and there are some bad weapons. So this isn't going to be absolutely awesome. You also aren't getting to play any of them on turn three, so you're basically passing your turn three if you're playing this on curve, which I imagine you don't want to because there are some legitimately very good hunter three drops. So I don't think it's a great card, but I think it's an awesome card. And hunter can already pass on three with the whatever's, uh, what's it's calling? Yeah, uh, Master's Call. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's already got a turn three past the turn card anyway, so it probably doesn't go in the same deck. Maybe it does, I don't know, but um, I can probably just squeeze mine in here. This is my so good you'll hate it because, um, yes, it's RNG, but it's three mana for three cards, so it's better than Arcane Intellect. You're guaranteed a weapon, even if it's a one draw or a, a one attack weapon. Hunter's got, you know, interesting weapons. Um, for it, you know, you lose tempo of the turn, you play it, but the ability to get some goofy stuff off it, especially in a singleton deck, uh, I think this is going to have a lot of utility. Yeah, I think in a singleton deck, if if a singleton hunter deck exists, this will definitely be in it, because why not? And the ability to have off-meta secrets without putting them in your deck is always cool, uh, when it's like, all right, I don't know how to play around this, because this is not something you just put in your deck normally. All right, so my, my dumb but awesome was Unseal the Vault, the Hunter Quest. Summon 20 minions, and the reward is uh, Ramkahan Roar. Give your minions plus two attack. So with the uh, the Locusts card, Unleash the Hounds, any of the Reborn stuff, I think it'll be, you know, it's Mimi, but it's going to be easier to hit this than I think. Uh, most people think it's going to be. 
any of the death rattle minions snip snap or whatever that pop out little things those all count so yeah i I think this will make for some really interesting meme games yes i can't wait to play this definitely a meme i probably won't play it (laughs) might dust it if i get it uh, but it reminds me of the the card. I don't remember what it was called, but it was a change your hero power to give a beast plus two plus two. Do you remember that card? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. It was yeah, not, no, me not either. good. But it was terrible, right? And yeah. this is kind of like that. I mean, it had a deck for five minutes, but it was never super strong. But Yeah, I played that deck for five minutes, and it wasn't very strong. But it was fun meme, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my so good you'll hate it is hyena alpha four mana three three battle cry if you control a secret summon two 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 hyenas that's a bunch of stats for four mana and then you're a four mana seven seven that fell apart yeah (laughs) it's a four mana seven seven that fell apart and then the secrets already on boards and you're playing around the secret as well so they have a wide board decent stated minions and then a secret to play around that's going to be powerful it's going to be good yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm, I might play Secret Hunter the first week or so of the expansion just so that I don't have to play against Secret Hunter because it's going to be frustrating, I think. All right, Mage. My dumb yet awesome card is not dumb and just awesome. It's the puzzle box of Yogg-Saron. Ten mana spell, cast ten random spells, targets chosen randomly think everyone can agree if you don't love this card you don't unconditionally love our lord and savior yogg praise yogg praise yogg this is just an awesome spell it's fantastic it's just wonderful you play it with that uh, 10 mana 5 5 and you get a free 10 cost minion and then later on you get to play 10 random spells and it's gonna be wonderful and you're gonna kill yourself sometimes and it's gonna be awesome so my dumb but awesome mage card is naga sandwich <laughs> I just got that. Wow. <laughs> just got it. It's the best <laughs> I never part. said it out loud before. <laughs> it's my best, the favorite part. It's it's a Naga sandwich. It's so good. It's that makes it so much better. So uh, Battle Cry, change the cost of spells in your hand to five. Uh, the only reason to play this is to play five mana puzzle boxes. Yes. Well, and Pyroblasts, right? Like 20 yeah, damage on turn no, 10? No. <laughs> puzzle, more puzzle boxes. More puzzle boxes. I agree. We need a simulacrum, whatever that card is, but duplicate instead of your cheapest minion, your most expensive spell. Yes, yes. And then we can have Give me all three the puzzle boxes. puzzle boxes. The only down part about puzzle box is it can't cast its own puzzle box, which I think is... That's tough. fine, because the game would never end. <laughs> all right. Uh, my so good you'll hate it for mage is Ancient Mysteries, two mana spell, draw a secret from your deck, it costs zero. This is a bonkers card. If 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 uh, secret mage is a thing, which it may or may not be, like being able to draw the secret from your deck and then decide when you want to play it is just incredible. It's just absolutely incredible. It's I don't know if it's better, but it's it's mad scientist without the the hoop of having a minion land and die. Yeah, I think it's better than mad scientist. You don't have the body, but you also get to control when you play the secret. That's just awesome. Exactly. And I, I, I don't love Mad Scientist. I mean, in Wild, you see it because it pulls Ice Block. And uh, even in enough decks, that's maybe even a one-of Ice Block. But as for Tempo, pulling it on demand, and that leads into my So Good You'll Hate It, is Flame Ward. Three mana secret after a minion attacks your hero, so you do take damage. Deal three damage to all enemy minions. Uh, there's going to be a lot of unnecessary trading to test around this, maybe. Um, and if not, it's going to make a lot of token decks feel pretty bad. Yeah. All right. Paladin. Dumb yet awesome. Pharaoh's Blessing. It's a six mana spell. Give a minion plus four, plus four, divine shield, and taunt. It's not really actually awesome, but there aren't any dumb and awesome cards in Paladin in this set. It's just... I kind of, I mean, so I would you, the question I think is, would you pay two mana to give a minion divine shield and taunt? Because this is pretty much two spells stapled together. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> I mean, yeah. at, at six mana, probably not. I feel like if you're giving a minion plus four, plus four, I mean, it, I guess it depends on the deck, but I'm, I'm less excited about it having taunt because I'd want something else to have taunt. So my beater lives to punch him in the face a couple of times. Yeah. But it is a pile of stats, and pile of stats are fun. So maybe, but probably not. 
So yeah. maybe more dumb than awesome. All right. So mine would be making mummies. Again, this is the paladin quest. Play five reborn minions and your reward is emperor wraps, which is summon a 2-2 copy of a friendly minion. I think that's a lot of work. Um, five reborn minions is going to take a little bit of time. And then making two twos in the late game is not always awesome. But I think there's abuse potential with stuff uh, like Immortal Prelate. You could fill your deck with extra copies of it. You can Mechano Egg and make a second one of those that actually can attack without having to mechanize or buff it at all. And Primal Fin Champ. This one I don't know if it'll work the way I want it to, but that's the one uh, when it dies, return all the spells you cast on it to your hand. Mm. So you can do like Sound the Bells for a whole turn and then die and then you get five copies of sound the bells so i'm wondering if you can make a copy of something that's got a whole bunch of buffs on it and that dies will you get all the spells um it was kind of like the the topsy-turvy whatever it was shenanigans priest that was going on a while ago um so yeah i think there's there's some abuse that can be done with this if you can build a controlly deck that'll survive into the late game but uh, it's probably more for fun than anything are there five reborn minions you want to play? Yeah, that's the other thing. I, I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know if there are. Also, I've been reading this as reward emperor wasps this whole time, so I didn't yeah. really understand what was going on there. I did too, especially with bees, but there's that whole kind of zombie subplot yeah. going on here. I'm assuming this is like a World of Warcraft thing that I'm not understanding. I, so, I wouldn't know. Yeah, me either. So good you'll hate it for Paladin, Sir Finley of the Sands. Now, I actually don't believe I could ever hate Sir Finley. I love Sir Finley. But he is a 2-mana 2-3 battle cry. If your deck has no duplicates, discover and upgrade hero power. So I don't know. The card is good. What's going to kind of dictate if it's actually played or not is if Paladin can have a no a, a, a Reno-style deck, right? Yeah. I, I don't believe it will. I don't believe... But maybe. I mean, the upgraded hero powers are amazing. And being able to discover one is actually bonkers right. amazing. So. And it could be, especially with um, you know the rogue's big weapon, hunter is like the, the three attack thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you could play this late, having maybe a few duplicates, and you mill through your deck. Um, and play this as kind of a your, your reach. But it's a little too risky to get maybe your options are like druid, shaman, and warlock. You know, and, and I don't think it's dependable enough to play in that way. But early, this seems like insanely powerful, and everybody knows from the Baku decks those yep. those hero powers are gross. <laughs> They're good. Um, so my so good is subdue, two mana paladin spell, set a minion's attack and health to one. It's just super good removal. Um, it's crazy good anything. removal. Yeah, yeah. Being able to shrink something and then maybe draw a card with an acolyte on board. That you can attack into it. I mean, whatever you have will will kill anything, obviously. But uh, yeah, it's really, really strong, cheap removal. Yep. A plus. Too bad. Hate to see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really hate Paladin. Have I mentioned that? Just in general. Just I don't like playing it. Don't like playing against it. It's a me problem. At least it's it's two mana, so it doesn't go an odd Paladin because that deck does not need strong removal like that. It's got so many board buffs that that would. Uh, that would really hurt. Like throwing a taunt up is your one way to try and survive a little bit. So I think that was definitely taken into effect. That's good. Priest. I think plague of death is dumb yet. Awesome. It's cost nine mana. We've talked about this before nine mana. You play this, you don't get to reload the board. Not sure what you've really gained. Um, but other than, I mean, stopping a bunch of death rattles or something, but exactly. So sorry, stopping a deranged doctor and <laughs> denying them their, their life gain. Uh, sorry. I should probably read the card text. So it's a nine mana <laughs> spell silence and destroy all minions. It's just going to wreck someone's day and wrecking someone's day in hearthstone is kind of the whole point of playing hearthstone. So, but it yes. might be your day that this wrecks when you can't do anything afterwards. <laughs> Well, yeah, but like when someone does something like this, and if it isn't good, you just kind of like take off your hat, you say well played, and then you kind of move on with your day. Because when someone beats you with something dumb, that's you just can't get mad about. You gotta that. give them credit, yeah. And and the animation for this is amazing. It might be better than Twisting Nether. I haven't seen it. It's yet. close. Oh, yeah, I definitely check it out. It's it looks like the art on the card. It's a giant quicksand 
hole appears and just sucks everything down. That's great. <laughs> okay, I'm on board. So my my dumb card here is High Priest Amet. It's a four mana, two seven. Whenever you summon a minion, set its health equal to this minion's. So keeping this alive and fully healthy is kind of the key. Um, Starliner Priest, possibly. Some uh, some goofy cheap minions. Maybe a Bran Starliner in Wild. Who knows? Uh, it would be nice to see some uh, some goofy stuff. And uh, oh god, another one. So you can play this uh, Stone Tusk Boar, Power Word Shield, Inner Fire, Inner Fire, Topsy Turvy for eight mana. That's thirty two damage OTK, and you even have two mana left over to fit in a Shield Breaker to silence one taunt. You have to draw pretty much your whole deck, though, right? I mean, that's a yeah, big... yeah. That's a six card. Uh, wait, one, two, three, four, five. Yes, yeah, it's a six card combo. Um, but it does co- only cost eight mana, so you don't even have to necessarily wait till ten. But cycling through your deck and and holding onto this is going to be a little bit tough. But we've seen from the other, the APM priest that people will absolutely try it, and if it's um, consistent enough, I I don't know. Maybe we we finally see inner fire or divine spirit get some sort of uh, finger wagged at them. But uh, I, I doubt maybe. it's that strong. <laughs> no, I, it's more that that's just an evergreen combo, and it does get a little boring. I agree, but I, I'm more worried about this going in like a mid range style style deck, and it just kind of going from dumb yet awesome to so good that we'll hate it because four mana into five mana, a, a three seven uh, Ziliax is really good. The other Just thing I, I like about that OTK is you can fit Sandrudge and a whole bunch of other spells in there, so you can have Sandrudge popping out one seven taunts. How does this going to work with um with uh, Snip Snap? Um, my is, assumption is would be that the snap first a Snip seven? Snap, uh, but when you magnetize it, it's not summoning. Sure. Okay. I think so. It wouldn't make it a two seven and then stick it to the other two seven. It would just apply its normal stats as the magnetize. Yeah, it couldn't, right? That'd be ridiculous. But then when Snip Snap dies, it spits out a bunch of one seven tokens, also, which is ridiculous, though. Yeah, this this very easily could go into the broken, uh, but I'm I'm hoping this stays Mimir because again, it's got to stay at seven for either of the two combos that I talked about to work. Even if it's a two five and you're making X five tokens. That's still great, but it's not necessarily a finishing combo. Yeah, it'd be neat if this was actually a really well-balanced card and the set its health equal to this mini's health. If that works, that'd be really neat, actually. If like, it's good but not great or if it's great but not overpowered. like I'm kind of excited to see how this plays because it, it's a neat effect we haven't seen in Hearthstone before. Yeah, it's so. definitely a cool design. Yeah. Which is, th- that's my main awesome part of it. It's, it's a cool. And for me to um, be like excited about a priest card is not something i thought i ever ever would be yeah it's the right decision <laughs> all right so so good you'll hate it penance two mana spell lifesteal deal three damage to a minion this is good it's good cheap removal has quest energy because you're you're healing this is this is just really really good it's something priest kind of actually needed which is weird because yeah. you would think priest would be good at healing and removal it's a but better it's not. dark bomb yeah. It's Gul'dan's, DK Gul'dan's hero power. Yep, yep, exactly I mean, right. it's not a return. Actually, no, it's not because it doesn't hit face. It only hits a minion, but still, that's super good. Oh, yeah, big, well, DK Gul'dan was broken. Right, and this also will hit the, um, like, four threes that were, you know, typically harder for priests to remove until they got that spend all your mana, kill a yep. minion with that much attack. Yep. So opening up uh, more removal in the hole between Shadow Words, Death and Pain. It's going to be good. Yep. Uh, my so good uh, is Holy Ripple. It's like a mini Holy Nova. Uh, deal one damage to all enemies. Restore one health to all friendly characters. So if you've got like four or five minions on board, this puts you like almost halfway to completing the quest. I don't know that there's going to be a token or aggro style priest, but it seems like they've gotten some smaller stuff where that could be possible. And if this pushes the quest, it, it could be nuts. It's also just good early deal. It's what... Um, maelstrom pulse that that kind of removal so mm-hmm. that's that's strong this could be also good um along with spirit lash and wild in a reno deck mm-hmm. yes i agree 100 percent. rogue so my dumb yet awesome card is shadow of death four mana choose a minion shuffle three shadows 
into your deck that summon a copy when drawn. It's cool. It would go really well in Miracle. We've had cards like this before that have been pretty good. There isn't a rogue deck right now that would take advantage of this card, I don't think. So I think if played, I think it would be in kind of like an off-meta deck, which would make it kind of fun. I think if Miracle or a draw-your-whole-deck, like Myra-style thing, became popular again, this might be not great, but... Yeah, I, I think this looks cool with... Uh, I mean, one, it's choose a minion, not a friendly minion, so you can get three copies of something your opponent played. That's pretty gross. Uh, it also negates, like, negative battle cries, so it's a you could play an early Leroy with this before you're within lethal range and then put three copies of Leroy that aren't going to give them whelps into your deck, and that's always great. Huge charges are awesome to get free. Or just a Ragnaros, right? If Rag, if Rag sticks, you get to play this. And oh, then you this get could totally go in <laughs> Big Rogue. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like Rag or Sneeds or Lich King. Yeah, this, the, yeah. I mean, it's got to be Rag, right? Because you can draw, if you draw your whole deck with Myra's and you only have a few Rags left in there and just Rag, Rag, Rag. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, dumb and awesome. Myra's. Oh, that's dangerous. My dumb yet awesome for Rogue here is Clever Disguise. Uh, two mana, add two random spells from another class to your hand. This is, again, another thing that's pushing the quest. Uh, since the Rogue quest only asks you to put cards in your hand and not cast them, it's super easy to complete, uh, even if you get uh, dead or unplayable cards. Thief Rogue always wants more ways to cast more stuff. This gets you extra things for tests. It it just this just seems fun. This is a nice fun, not pushed, but could be awesome. So for so good you'll hate it, we both agreed that the broken card here is the rogue's quest, Bazaar Burglary. One mana, add four cards from other classes to your hand, and the reward is Ancient Blades, which is a two mana, three two weapon, and you are immune while attacking. This is just nuts. The immunity is so good. It's bonkers good, right? You don't even play Quest Rogue, really. You just play the Clever Disguise spell and then, you know, a couple of the Burgle cards. I mean... You play... I'd, I don't even know if this would go in Odd Rogue because you're really depending on that early start. Um, and there's not really things that are giving you cards from other classes. But it could be a very similar archetype uh, where you're getting that 3-2 weapon, which is the buffed Baku... Uh, hero power that you get from like um, having the buccaneer on board mm -hmm. and and having immunity while you're attacking being able to clear you throw a deadly poison on there you're killing six health minions or five health minions or who knows with oil um oh this is gonna be gross i'm gonna play this card i'm gonna love it and everyone's gonna hate me for it and i don't blame <laughs> you i don't blame you at all <laughs> shaman my dumb yet awesome is Totemic Surge, zero mana spell, give your totems plus two attack. It's a cheap, kind of worse bloodlust. It's awesome. I love it. Uh, I don't think it works in any current iterations of Shaman because you're not really trying to hear a power right now with Shaman. You're trying to you're trying to kind of create Murlocs or do other th interesting things. But I, I think there maybe is room for this in a to token Shaman of some sort. It looks like fun. I don't think it'll be that good. But if it is, I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. Zero mana, Savage Roar, right, for to for uh, totems? That's good. I could possibly put this in, in the deck with the card that I'm going to talk about. Uh, Splitting Axe. It's a four mana, three, two, epic weapon. Battle Cry, summon copies of your totems. I think of note there, it's not basic totems. It's all totems. So your three, four, uh, your Serpent Wards, your Flame Tongues, uh, your what Vitality Totem, or the O3 draw card. And say maybe you get three totems on board you can play this get six and then play totem carter or drain eye totem carver and wild and make some huge minions um this, this is a meme deck and i'm totally gonna play it for sure gigantic totem shaman yes if it's a meme deck it's awesome i don't think there's enough around it for it to be of anything other than a meme deck so i'm kind of excited about the, this totem shaman idea uh so good you'll hate it uh once again we agree do you want to start off on this one? Plague of Murlocs, three mana spell, transform all minions into random Murlocs. This goes right into Murloc Shaman, but it gives it cheap removal. It's kind of amazing. I think th this could go in all kinds of Shaman decks too, because the the it's a evolve devolve transform effect. You know, uh, denying death rattles uh, in wild. You're messing with big priest. Although uh, I think the biggest thing in wild right now is. Um, even Shaman, where this doesn't go. But uh, there is um, Murloc Shaman at like tier 
two or three, I think, in Wild, and this could be a huge push for them. Yeah, I think if Murloc Shaman stays in standard, this goes right into it, and then you're you're playing kind of cheap and garbage Murlocs sometimes in in uh, Murloc Shaman and standard. So there's a chance that you get good Murlocs off of this instead of kind of just little one one tokens off of the Death Rattle the spell. So I think you're getting a bunch of giants off the board, and you're replacing them with garbage Murlocs, and then you're replacing your potentially garbage Murlocs with less than garbage Murlocs. It's a good spell. I, think I even good. think Do Nothing Shaman will play this because I don't know if they're playing Lightning Storm right now, but but you're turning a bunch. I mean, Murlocs are historically low health uh, without being getting some kind of buff. So turning two or three scary minions into an easily cleared board is also just gross. Yeah, I think this is a no-brainer in Do Nothing Shaman. I this, think this might be like one of the strongest cards in the set, I think. It could be. Warlock, my dumb yet awesome card is... Neferset Thrasher. It's a three mana, four, five. Whenever this attacks, deal three damage to your hero. It's not quite King Mukla, but it's kind of awesome like King Mukla. It's a big pile of stats really early in the game. I love big piles of stats that are early in the game. I think this is a, a good, good that it doesn't have a demon tag. But yeah, I don't know if there's a like suicide warlock going on right now. Um, the early big dumb things the fact that it's a four five and not a four three this is gonna stick around too you're gonna take some damage attacking from it but it's gonna set up like a really strong zoo deck yep agreed um man i think i really love the quests huh um have you you talked about all of them now i i almost (laughs) uh no not the i don't even know what the shaman quest is oh yeah battle cries right yeah um, so the Warlock is Supreme Archaeology. Quest, draw 20 cards. Reward, Tome of Origination. That's tap and draw a card, and it costs zero. Plot twist all day. But that'll be so easy to, to run through the first like 15 cards of this if you can get both your plot twists or if you can get Elix or something. Um, it's going to be goofy, but I think it's awesome. 20 cards are a lot of cards. It is a lot of cards. So I don't think it's playable in like a tier one deck which is oh, no. why dumb yet awesome right yeah absolutely yep but it's gonna be fun i mean i love it's one of my favorite things about rogue is drawing lots of cards and if there's a quest that tells me to draw 20 cards i'm <laughs> gonna play it i'm gonna figure it out one way or the other i'm probably gonna lose a whole lot doing it but yeah yeah it'll be fun though that's <clears throat> why they created rank floors yep so good you'll hate it evil recruiter three mana three three battle cry destroy a friendly lackey summon a five five demon it's a four mana eight eight. It's good. Like I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty, pretty gnarly. Especially with whatever. I mean, it's technically even stronger depending on the lackey you play. You're you're transforming something. I, pretty much the only thing you I think don't want to play into this is the new taunt one and kill it. And that's not super great, but it's still awesome to turn a one three into a five five. Well, the new taunt one doesn't give itself taunt. It gives another card taunt, right? So it's I a one it- one. It's a, no, it's just a 1-1 one, one token that gives another card plus 2 and taunt. Oh, that's much better than I thought it was. I thought yep. it was a 1-3 taunt. Nope. Nope. So it kind of works like the way the rush, the rush lackey works, where it gets a plus 1 attack and a rush. So this gives plus 2 health and taunt. Okay. That's much better then because it does stay with the um, the theme of 1-1 one, one lackeys. I was kind of yep. confused about that. Yep. Yeah. So I think good. Yeah. Um, so good you'll hate it. Expired Merchant. Two mana, two one, battle cry, discard your highest cost card. Death rattle, add two copies of it to your hand. I think you're going to see this in the same way we saw the not actual lackey, original lackey, the demon, the six mana, two two, that when it dies, pulls a demon from your deck. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. going to want to play this and kill it immediately because you can't risk this getting silenced and essentially losing your win condition. In wild, I see this as getting a two Nazoth, two Gul'dan, something gigantic that's going to give you more plays. But if you if you play this and it gets silenced, then you just concede. Well, there's only there's only one answer for what you play this in, and it's Cthune, right? Like, this is made for Cthune. If there isn't a Cthune Warlock, there will be. There should be. Yeah. Even though the Cthune... Warlock I, I, card is garbage. But. I don't know what this does in standard, so maybe that's uh, n- you know not so good that anyone will even know what it is in standard. But I think in wild, this is going to do nutsy things. I'm trying to think of what it would be good with in standard, right? And I mean, just I don't know. Warlock's in a weird spot, right? So I'm not sure what I would play with this. And I don't think it fits in standard right now, but m- maybe. I mean, it's just value, right? It's pure value. 
That, that's true too. I mean, you could always just get two copies of a big thing. Uh, the fact that it guarantees highest cost is neat that you can kind of play it on demand when you draw the thing that you want. You want to make sure to target with this. Yeah, but as long as as long as Shaman and Warrior are still both playing Silence, though, I don't know that you risk it. No, not without being able to kill it right away, which means yep. you're playing, and it's not a demon either, so no Sack Pact. You've got to play that other, um, what was the Dark Pact? Destroy sure. a friendly minion, restore four health. Or you could play the... Uh, the 2-2 two, two evil whatever that uh, gives you a lackey. Yep. Or you can play one of the lackeys. Um, so there are ways to do it, right? So Yeah, there's plenty of ways really, to kill this, but you yeah. want to be able to do it the turn you get it down so you can get that extra copy in your hand uh, without yeah, any, any risk. You're not just tempoing a 2-1 and just hoping that you can clear <laughs> the next turn. This doesn't, this doesn't go in zoo. Uh, I, maybe or, it does, though. I don't know. I, I don't think it's... If, uh, if you're... D, uh, discarding something kind of on the minor side in a, in a zoo deck and lose it. I mean, that's a, a, a huge resource they're expending to silence this if the sure. deck is built in that kind of way. So yeah, I, th- I think this could see uh, some some varying types of play. Yeah, maybe. Warrior, my dumb yet awesome, hack the system. So I get to talk about the quest this turn. It's a one-mana oh, nice. spell, I know. <laughs> quest, attack five times with your hero, reward, and effects core. Something like that. There's Anrafet's core. Anrafet. Yeah, there's some strange, strange Man, names. Words are hard. I'm gonna be honest with you. These aren't words though. These are <laughs> made up <laughs> Just things. Piles of vowels, consonants. So two mana, four threes are good. Hitting face is also good. I like this quest. Nice. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's really it, right? I mean, not not just two mana four threes. That it it resets after you attack. So getting more than one a turn. Yeah. I forgot about that. You're right. Yep, yeah, no, this is really good. So mine would be Armored Goon. It's a six mana, six, seven. Whenever your hero attacks, gain five armor. And the two things I have to say about this are Fool's Bane and Soul Thrays. Uh, Warrior has some weapons that allow you multiple attacks a turn. If you're, I mean, this is, of course, best case scenario, but I'm thinking Fool's Bane is unlimited attacks. So arm, uh, equip a Fool's Bane, play this guy. Your opponent has... You know, a board full of tokens. Fool's Bane has three attack and you're gaining five armor every turn. You can gain 35 armor minus whatever you take by face tanking down minions. Um, this could be disgusting. It's not going to be tier one, but I think it's it'll be hilarious to build up. Maybe attack a bunch of minions, build up some armor for a big shield slam. Does it uh, work like the paladin weapon? Plus two to heal, plus two to face? So does that heal as you attack so then you don't get the armor then? So. I believe so. You'll get the armor yeah. f- you get the armor when you attack, and then yep. as you hit, it'll go away. So yep, so then you can't use it things... with Shield Slam, but if you go face, you can, and face is the place, so... Well, if you're attacking minions that have less than five attack, you're sure. netting armor on every attack, yep. and with Fool's yep. Bane being able to attack... I mean, you could... <laughs> you could Fool's Bane with this and kill a full board of Druid minions with Soul of the Forest on them. And that's, yeah. what, f- 70 armor minus face tanking? That's normal. Yeah. 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 I like it. So good you'll hate it. Bloodsworn Mercenary, 3 mana, 3, 3, battle cry, choose a damaged friendly minion, summon a copy of it. That's just good. That's just good on curve. It's good a little bit later in the game. It's just good. It's just... There are some gross value things this can do um, for sure, but it also is just... It could be great tempo. Yep. Again, use it with Ragnaros. (laughs) (laughs) everything with ragnaros i love ragnaros hey you can use that card that's a deal of damage to a minion if it survives give yourself a lackey to damage rag and then play this oh man i played i played against a deck today that was using that card it was like a damage your minion warrior it was outstanding that's amazing i sent the guy a friend request later to, to get the uh the deck list it is it is the dumbest most awesome thing i have played against in a while you'll have to share that with me later yeah i will um, so mine is Restless Mummy, four mana, three two, Rush Reborn. This is the thing we talked about when we started talking about uh, what Reborn needs to be good on our rope a couple weeks ago. This is four mana, essentially six attack removal, um, unless you're hitting a very tiny minion. But this is just so good. Even if you take something out and leave the three one on board, you're getting uh, kind of a two for one because you get something back on the board. This is just supreme good tempo removal. Yeah, it's going to be really good. It's kind of funny. I don't feel like most of the reborn minions are all that great, but of course, Warrior gets just 
primo I know, removal. This one, this one feels like, like it's going to be the gold standard just because it's it's yeah. such good uh, like a swing turn with this. Yep, it's just good. And if we're seeing, um, you know, there there seems to be some weapon centric stuff in Warrior. So if you already have something equipped where you can play this and take out two or three minions and kind of get the board back. Mm-hmm. Give me a quest. We're going to keep it short this week because we talked about cards for quite a while, but we finally took care of our play a Reno deck without Reno or any other reason to play a Highlander deck. <laughs> With no benefit whatsoever. <laughs> no benefits whatsoever. We had a competition. Play 10 games. Don't make a change to your list. I cheated by accident. And uh, see who wins. So how'd you do, Magooch? Uh, well, I think by default, because you cheated and because you went try hard, I win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, went, uh, I went two and eight. I won my first game and my fourth game. Um, and they were both nut draws, I think. Uh, it's a goofy dragon healing something deck. Um, I don't know what it is. Dragon Paladin. It, it started as Dragon Paladin, but there's just not stuff. really enough to fill it out. So, um, How did Shrivala treat you there? Uh, I played it once. <laughs> I knew it was not going to be super cheap. Um, it was more just I needed something else top end. But yeah, it was it was not good. <laughs> Man, you were a whale. How do you have Brightwing already? It's golden too. <laughs> I, I crafted it as soon as they... Uh, it makes you more cards. It makes you golden legendaries. Like that's... You have to... Well, the real question is, do you have the regular Snip Snap? <laughs> no, I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I ran into. One I know that's like the most baller card to own now, but <laughs> I, I would. So, why? So great. <laughs> so dumb. Plus, it would ruin like fully golden decks by having a non-golden snip snap just to flex on people. I think that's a little much. <laughs> and who's gonna notice it really? Unless you're looking for it, you're just not paying attention. <laughs> but I'd probably just think it was Microtech controller or something else, and like not realize. <laughs> that's what happened to me when I I didn't even realize it was a regular until it died, and I was like, wait a minute, there are three tokens there, but. Was that a snip snap? Was that a regular snip snap? I was kind of disappointed I didn't actually pay closer attention to it. All right. right, So so we we don't have a quest this week, I think, because we went long. Um, But we'll we'll get something put together for uh, next week, I think, right? Do I get to talk about my awesome deck? No. (laughs) You're playing Dr. Boom War. All right, fine. So I played Warrior, which was cheating. I was like, what should be good? I'm like, both Dr. Booms are good. So I played both Dr. Booms. And then a bunch of removal and bomb cards. And I accidentally put two shield slams in. And I noticed it when I mulliganed a shield slam away and then got another shield slam. And I was like, oops, wait a minute. <laughs> that shouldn't have happened. So I went back and looked at my deck list. And sure enough, I had double snips or double shield slam. So that was the third game. I won the first two, but not because of shield slam, I don't think. But maybe. Uh, I went five and five overall because I'm better at this than Magooch's. <laughs> <laughs> if i had played rogue we would have we would have seen i felt to be honest the warrior was miserable it was absolutely it was just not fun to play i, I was, mean this is like a best of a couple different warrior decks kind of stitched together but you've got so much utility i'm sure it might be hard to, to not have a huge top end uh early and maybe not not be able to curve out perfectly but it, it looks pretty good it looks yeah. more form far more like a real deck than mine does yeah, it was hard to keep Blastmaster Boom with bombs sometimes. I got some super unlucky like bomb things too, where I put a bomb in so I can get Blastmaster Boom the next turn, and they drew the bomb that turn. It was like, oh, come on. That's the only way to make sure they'll draw bombs right away, <laughs> is to have Blastmaster Boom in your hand. Yeah, but I went 5-5, five and five, won two games while cheating, won three games while I wasn't cheating, so I think I still win. How did, uh, did, you, did you play Alex ever? I did. I played Alex in the Warrior Mirror and I won. Nice. Yeah. All right. Oh, I, no. I will concede. But I played. I mean, you, I played in the Warrior Mirror and I lost. You are the superior Highlander. I don't remember. It was kind of fun just imagining people's deck trackers and seeing them going like, "What in the heck is this guy doing?" <laughs> I did get one friend request, and they go, they asked what I was playing. I was like, "I'm playing Highlander or Warrior." And they go, well, "Why?" And I was like, "Because <laughs> it's for my podcast. <laughs> because my I'm podcast." Cool. <laughs> It's actually how that went. And they were like, oh. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. I don't want to be friends anymore. (laughs) All right. So 
That's it for today. A huge thank you to Enthralamon for putting together the art for this show. He doesn't want payment, just more friends. So send him a friend request in Hearthstone. His Battle.net ID is E-N-T-H-R-A-L-I-M-U-N-D number 1808. Enthralamond number 1808. Check us out at squelchcast.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at squelchcast. You can email us at squelchcast at gmail.com. And give us a quest by tweeting or sending an email to the show. Anything dumb you can think of would be amazing. Do you think you can do a better job of announcing Dano versus Magooch? I don't know. That was actually pretty good this week. Prove it to us by sending us a recording of Dano versus Magooch, and we'll put it in the show. And thank you very much again for joining us all. And remember, this is a game, and games are supposed to be fun.